What the heck do money and consulting have to do with each other? Just about everything. But it's not just about the dollars, as we see in this year's Strategy Simplified podcast overview of our 2021 salary report. Often one of the most popular pieces of content on our website, our salary report this year does not disappoint. It tells the story of COVID from the perspective of the dollars and cents, which firms paid more, which firms dropped back on pay, and which categories of firms were really the big winners. In addition, what happened to non pay compensation, things like extra benefits, and what changed in terms of utilization inside the firms. You can find out more inside this episode. Let's dive in. Show me the money. This is the cry of thousands of people a year that come to our website looking for real, authentic data about the consulting industry. What's different about what we offer versus Glassdoor or other places where you can go and find salary information? Well, first of all, our salaries are not amalgamated across multiple years. So you can see the difference between a salary that's being paid today and one that was being paid three years ago. And hopefully there is a difference. In addition, we break out specifics like the actual firm division that gave you the offer. Deloitte Federal Consulting might give you a different offer than Deloitte Strategy and Operations. So understanding the differences between those will be key and important. But probably most importantly, our data comes directly from the source, from people who have gotten offers just like ones that you potentially are hoping to get, or if you're from a consulting firm, those that you're interested in giving to remain competitive. This gives us the largest set of authentic data that's available in the market. So I could brag about data all day long, but that's not fun, exciting, or thrilling to anybody. What I'm really here to talk about today is what we saw in the themes of the 2021 salary report. Our core question was, how did COVID affect salaries? And some of what we expected was absolutely confirmed. Some was not. So I'm going to walk you through some of the key findings that matched up or didn't match up with what our expectations were. First of all, One of the things that we saw was that over 80% of companies did not raise salaries. And in fact, some went backwards. This was notable because in the 10 years that we've been covering salaries, we had zero other years where salaries were flat or went backwards. So it was important to note that COVID did have a depressive effect on salaries in general. Why did this happen? Well, we teased that out in the data by looking at different firms and by understanding the story behind it. First of all, firms had higher than expected utilization, especially for the last six months of 2020. What did that mean? Well, they had people that they were anticipating might leave that stayed, that they continued to staff on projects. And they halted hiring in the fall of 2020 and the spring of 2020, and that halt in hiring with a lack of decline in the work that they had meant that the people that they had on board already were better utilized, more adequately utilized, i.e. busier. What's one thing that you can expect if you join a consulting firm in 2021? You will be busier than you probably would have been in 2020 or years before. 
Why? The firms are thoughtful about conserving cash, so they're not overhiring, but they also are very attentive to ensuring that their service delivery is incredibly high. They're managing to the top line. You are the bottom line of the services, and so they have to manage toward where their biggest risk is right now. The second thing that was notable is that while firms in fact, under 20% of them raised salaries. Firms did do things to manage retention for their people. This is part of their COVID response about becoming more flexible and more people-centric. And why? Again, they're human capital firms. All of these consulting firms, their primary product is the humans that produce analysis and information. And so it was really critical for them to make sure that they maintained their strong human capital in a time of crisis. How did they do that? Well, they focused on non-cash compensation, things like going from limited paid time off to unlimited paid time off. In addition, the firm's gave work from home bonuses to many of the people inside their organizations, and they extended some retirement or longer term benefits. Overall, what they were showing was an interest in longevity for people, not necessarily an interest in immediate compensation. Finally, one thing that we saw that was super important is that firms, while they maintained salary levels for the majority that were at 2020 levels as we're going into 2021, one of the things that we didn't see was the salary increase. But another thing that we didn't see was firms moving up to market. So for example, BCG and Bain in historical years would have found out what the compensation was in the year prior, and they would have marked their compensation to the new market rate in this year didn't happen in this year. Instead, what we saw is that they just held steady. What does this mean? It means that firms that are busy, like the McKinsey's and the Bain's and the BCG's of the world, were counting on the third dimension of the value proposition at the firms, the training and the networking opportunities that people are coming for to entice top talent in what is a more constricted talent hiring pool versus paying people more. So overall, what happened? Supply of talent rose, demand for talent, but only in some consulting firms fell, and salaries remained the same, or as we mentioned before, reversed in some situations. We'll be right back after this quick break. One of the most powerful and precious documents to many people is their resume. And because it's such a personal experience developing and writing your resume, sometimes you just need an outside opinion who can help you identify gaps and opportunities to really help your story shine. At Management Consulted, we walk you through two rounds of resume edits to help make your resume all that it can be for a competitive consulting job or more. Learn more at managementconsulted.com. What can you expect if you're entering 2021 and interested in understanding how much you're going to make? Well, at the undergrad level, you should make $100,000 on average across the MBB firms. That's in total cash compensation. So in the cash salary and your bonus, that doesn't include things like your retirement and other things, which does take it up even beyond there. In addition, you can expect a 20% decrease off of that in 2021 from the big four. So you're still making decent money as your first year out 
of undergrad. In fact, better than almost anywhere except for a few places in tech and some very select banking roles. But overall, the numbers didn't change from the year before. If you are excited about making more money, you're just going to have to go to the firms for the experience and hope that the money is going to come later. Secondly, for MBAs, we have a similar story. So the MBAs that are at MBB firms, 200K is the approximate starting salary and bonus, so total cash compensation. And again, you'll see a haircut off of that of the 15 to 20% mark for big four firms. What is notable is that at the MBA level, unlike at the undergrad level, you have seen some boutique firms raise their starting salary both last year in 2020 and this year in 2021 to be competitive with MBBs. The important thing to note here is that they consider the war for talent at the MBA level on just the same as it was in 2020 pre-pandemic. Now note, all of our numbers come from offer letters that were received, the majority of them, in 2020 for positions in 2021. What's the other factor that we haven't mentioned here? We haven't factored how much firms are hiring, and we haven't factored whether they're honoring their hiring commitments. We saw a wide variation between firm responses to COVID in the spring of 2020 and a more neutralized experience in this spring, summer, and fall the expectations. What do I mean by that? Well, in the spring, there were firms that honored commitments and moved their internships remote. There were firms that honored their internship commitments by simply offering full-time roles automatically to everyone who had received internship offers. And then we saw firms that reneged on their internship offers, canceled them entirely. And honestly, quite unapologetically. One thing that we saw was that firms that had much larger headcounts, like Accenture and many of the big four organizations, were more willing to cancel contracts and cancel offers than were the small boutiques and the MBB firms. This is not necessarily related to prestige or even pipeline of the firm, although it might indicate something in there that's of note. But what's really more important is that you enter into a situation with more risk, the more cash burn there is at the larger firms. Firms that are smaller generally have bigger cash reserves per person that they're able to support for uncertainty in the future. What does this mean for you as you're thinking ahead to 2022? Well, we do expect that a little bit of the hiring bustle will resume in 2022. In 2022, we will have graduating some of the first students of COVID. So we will have students that began last year in 2020 in the fall, graduating from their MBA programs. We will also have a run up that has continued of aggressive hiring in tech, but we've seen fall off in many other areas, such as corporate strategy and finance. And so we expect that there will not be significant changes in compensation moving forward to 2022. What does this mean? If you're interested in getting into consulting, 2021 is the year to do it. Because if you get in in 2021, you will find that your pay will escalate once you're starting in consulting. But if you're waiting a year and you're waiting at a flat salary, you're missing out on that bump in opportunity cost in later terms. If you're interested in having help with getting into consulting, which is a very competitive field, or if you're interested in contributing information or stories about what happened to your summer 
what you did with a virtual internship that you didn't expect, or how your firm impressed you in the way that they've handled COVID. We would love to hear from you. We conduct a couple of interviews a month, and we are always looking for great content and fantastic guests to share on the podcast platform. You can reach out to us, team at managementconsulted.com. In addition, if there's something that you want to hear more of, there's a content survey inside the show notes. But most importantly, if you liked this episode, and in general, if you like Strategy Simplified, please leave us a review. We aim to have 1,000 reviews this year. It helps us reach more people, and it helps them see what in particular you have enjoyed about the show. Thanks so much for listening, for joining, and for sharing Strategy Simplified.